hey, we're looking for new topics to cover on Let's Parent on Purpose. I want it to be things that are most helpful to you. So if you got one, let me know. You can text me if you already know my phone number. If you don't, I'm not giving it to you. But you could email me at jay at covenantfellowship.com. Let me know what you would like us to talk about. If I don't know about it, I'll research it, and then we'll do it. All right, here we go. This is Let's Parent on Purpose. It's your parenting podcast if you want to thrive and not just survive these parenting years. My name is Jay Holland, and I'll be bringing 20-plus years of youth pastoring, parenting, foster parenting, mentoring, and making every mistake in the book as we seek to learn together to do a better job with the kids that God's given us. All right. Hey, today we're going to talk about consequences for a little bit. Um, this is some material that, that I read and I thought it was great from a book that I would highly recommend called Parenting Teens with Love and Logic. And uh, I know a lot of times when we're talking about consequences, whatever has happened is is so absurd. Um, the, the things that my kids invent to do um, start to defy logic and, and uh, just kind of make my brain explode sometimes. And so it can be really hard to give a consequence, especially when you think about having to give a consequence immediately um, for something that you just couldn't fathom them doing or, or the what they did. You could fathom it, but you didn't think they would. And it's such a big deal that you really want to do it right. Um, and sometimes I think we're pressured into giving an immediate consequence because we think if, if we don't do it right away, it won't have the effect, uh, especially sometimes as your kids are younger, that can that can be the case where you think, I got to do it right away. Um, but think about it. If you've had even just a toddler, uh, you've promised them something at some point and totally forgotten about it only to be reminded again and again and again by that kid. So it turns out that they do have a memory and anything that's important, they actually do remember. And this gives us a little bit of a freedom in in discipline as well. So unless your child is actually a rat, a ferret, a dog, um, or an 18-month-old, then then you can probably delay the consequence, just like sometimes you can delay the gratification and it works. Um, I think even more, sometimes you can delay the consequence for bad behavior and actually get a better result from it. Um, you know, what I found with, with a lot of things in life, whether it's, it's a, a date with my wife, whether it's dessert, um, or whether it's it's something bad coming up, the anticipation uh, is is so much of the experience. And so as a parent, you can learn to, to let this be helpful. The anticipation of the consequence can be a part of the experience and, and can really help out in there. Um, so l- let's just talk about this, this. I think it's a simple concept, but let me just give you an idea on it. Uh, how might this work out as a parent? In, in what way can the consequence, um, delaying the consequence, help things? So let's imagine that your kid, first off, just remember your kid is an emotional creature. You're an emotional creature. Children are even more emotional than you. The, some of the last things to develop in your brain are those pathways of logic and reason and experience. And so kids are ruled by emotions a lot of times, and especially you hit the, it's like toddlers and teenagers ruled by emotions. And so a lot of times what happens is if they 
If they do something, and even if they know they're not supposed to do it, and they get caught doing it, they go into fight or flight mode. And so, like, they're just super defensive and they're emotionally worked up. And then if you try to lay down a consequence right then, um, there's so much emotion that goes behind it. Um, plus, your emotions are flaring because you're pretty ticked off at, at what they did and um, what it's going to cost you, how it's going to inconvenience you, the reputation they destroyed, you know, whatever the deal is. Um, so... You know, with your emotions flaring, you're not going to be able to think straight. And with their emotions flaring, they're not going to be able to learn like you want them to learn a lot of times. Um, you can be trying to give a, a consequence that's really helpful, and they could just be still in like super emotional defiance mode. So here's just a little way that this could play out that, that might help you. Um, so let's say your child gets caught doing something. It could be cussing, cheating, uh, hitting somebody, stealing, drinking, lying, going out with somebody that they weren't supposed to, driving in a car with somebody that they weren't supposed to. Maybe they have their car and um, you said you can not drive with people or you can't ride with this person and, and they get caught somehow. And so, uh, you know, the when they get caught, like if you're right there and catch them red-handed – a lot of times the excuse mode starts right away with them, right? You know, so like they go into their best Johnny Cochran, uh, super lawyer mode, pleading their case, making their defense. Um, and if you catch them on something that that you weren't around for, then a lot of times they'll go straight into denial. No, I wasn't. I wasn't doing that. And then, well, how'd you find out about that? And who told you about that? Um, and so one of the things you want to do is just not get caught up. Don't even worry about their defense mode. Like they know that they've done it. You know that they've done it. So don't spend any time um, going through the the defense mode. Um, so child gets caught doing something and you feel like you're going to blow up, but instead you put on your best calm voice and you're like, oh man, that's a really big deal. I don't, I don't even know how I should handle that. So why don't you go to your room or maybe you say, why don't you go mow the lawn or fold some socks or why don't you go vacuum out my car while I think about um, what an appropriate consequence is. Or it might just be, you know what, why don't you just stay here, feel free to watch TV, play your video game because I really got to go think about this one. This is a big deal. So I think sometimes, you know, letting them go ahead and do what they were doing anyway um, and, and saying, because I really, really need to think about this. Like you're putting that appropriate dread and fear in there. So even if they're doing their thing, they're not going to get to enjoy it. But you're also diffusing a lot of that defense emotion right away. So you might do that and they still might go into protest mode, laying out their defense as if um, as if you know they're on a, uh, some criminal law case show and if, if they're passionate enough, you'll let them off the hook. Just don't give in to it. So they they start protesting. They start going into their defense mode or whatever, and, and you can just respond with, yeah, what a bummer. Um, go ahead and do what I just asked, and then when when I th think up an appropriate consequence, then then I'll uh, – I got to think of one that will make sure this never happens again, and uh, then I'll be ready to talk. So just go ahead and go do what I ask, and then just walk away. Like you don't need to stay in the moment, and if they chase you, just feel free to close your door, and if they're – you know, maybe they're at a point where they throw fits and stuff like that. Some of it you just got to ignore as junk behavior. And then when you're ready to lay down the consequence, when the emotions aren't there, you can address all of that as well. 
Um, so now at this point, you have diffused and delayed the immediate situation, and now you get to take as long as you want to think about it. Um, it may take you a few minutes. Um, it may take you a few hours. This might be one where you have to call up your husband or wife and talk to them. It may be one where you guys have to talk to somebody else about it. You can take all day if you want to. Who cares? Um, it's not like the thing is going away. Just don't ignore it. That's the big part of this. Like you, If, if you're doing this tactic... You can't come back and say, yeah, it wasn't a big deal because then they've won. They realize there's no consequence. If you delay the consequence and then give a really good, appropriate consequence, you've won. If you if you blow up and yell right away and then there's no consequence, they've won. I mean, I think it's a, it's a transaction. It's like a financial transaction. Um, the payment for getting to do whatever they want to do is mom and dad yelling at them. And most kids will take that. In the moment, they'll act like they won't. You know, they act like you yelling at them bothers them, but they'll gladly take the yelling to keep doing what they're doing. So um, you don't have to yell at all. That sometimes, especially for a teenager, when they know they get a rise out of you like that, um, that's a victory for them. So just diffuse it. Take as long as you want to think about it. And then when you're ready, you call for the child. You rehearse what they did. You talk about what a big deal it is. And then you drop the consequence bomb, whatever it is, like you've thought it through, you've made it appropriate, um, and and it's got to be something that you can follow through on. That's the big deal. Like I'm going to kill you is not something that that you should follow through on, um, even if you can. Um, I'm going to ground you for the next year. Well, you better be ready to ground them for the next year if that's the case. So like you want to make it heavy enough to have teeth but not so ridiculous that you're going to relent because you want to follow through on your word. And, hey, I've got to admit, sometimes I've, I've come up with consequences that are are um, they're just beyond what's necessary. And I've had to go back and apologize to my kids and say what you did was still wrong, but I, I went overboard with that. So I apologize and come back. So when I delay the consequence, I don't tend to go overboard with it because I've had time to think it through and um, generally, so far, that's at least with most of my kids, that's worked. I got one that's really challenged behaviorally, and there's a bundle of different messes there. And uh, if you can figure out how to handle that one, you should start a podcast, and I'll listen to it, and, and we'll get it down. So, again, this doesn't work all the time with all of them. Um, but I'll tell you, even with that small one, more than any of them, we need the emotional break when we can between what she did and when she gets a consequence. Um, she struggles with that sometimes because it's almost like you need immediate stuff. But a lot of times the immediate is removal from the circumstance, removal from the situation. So again, when you're ready, call in the child, especially, you know, bring mom and dad in together, bring it in. And especially when you show that you're not emotional anymore. Um, you drop the consequence bomb. Why is this such a desirable method? Um, first off, again, anticipation makes everything more awesome, even the consequences. Um, the other is you get time to cool off and give an appropriate consequence. Um, you even have time to get creative. You can call your creative friends and find out. Um, you can go on your private Facebook parent consequence page and, and, and ask around, um, you get time to be creative and, and cool off. And so you can have some fun with it. Look, if you're going to have to give a consequence, if they're going to waste your time, then, you know, maybe you can get something helpful out of it. Maybe like you need the, the entire yard resodded or something like that. Um, and, and they get to do that. And then that's a win-win because, 
you get the yard resodded and they're not happy. And in, in that case, it's a win-win. Um, the other thing is you don't have to punish angry. This is a huge teaching moment for your kids. You didn't react in anger and you collected yourself and this is what they should do. Like we want to teach our kids to have really bad things happen and not blow up. This will help them be such incredible spouses at one day. It'll help them be good parents. It'll help them to do better in school, to do well in job situations. And so you you need to model this. Don't blow up when the thing happens. Go cool off. And uh, you, you, uh, you've done not just a teaching moment for there, but you've modeled something even more important for the long term. Um, the other thing is, again, you have time to make sure that whatever punishment you're going to give, you can actually stick with. Um, and then finally, you might actually have a great discussion instead of a fight when it comes to this. You know what? They they may still fight when, when they find out their consequence, but the initial anger um, and, and all of that fight or flight that happens whenever we're caught in something, that won't be there. So, like, they may still hate it, but but I have found – a lot of times with delayed consequences that there's a great discussion and they're ready to own up to it by that point and they realize what a big deal it is. They hate the consequence, but but they'll go with it. Again, with personalities, this works very different with each kid. Um, so you got to experiment. You got to figure out what works. Um, loving your kids, you know, just remember this. Sometimes we, we hear the statement, I, I love all my kids the, the same, or I love all my kids equally. No, I love them all uniquely different because they're uniquely different. I, I am committed to each of them the same. I, um, I have different emotions for them depending on what's happening, but like I agape them the same, but my practice of my love is different with each of them based on their needs, based on the way our personalities go together. I don't want to favor one over the other, but sometimes consequences work with one that do nothing for the other. Um, and sometimes consequences that you need to do with, with one kid would absolutely crush the spirit of another and actually bring a wedge between you. So think it through. Again, I would highly, highly recommend the book Parenting Teens with Love and Logic. If you've got little ones, I would recommend Parenting with Love and Logic. It's by Foster Klein and Jim Fay. You can find it on Amazon. I think the hardback is like 12 bucks, so you can get it as an audiobook. Um, it, it's great. So check that out, put this into practice, and let me know how it goes. Well, that's it for today. No reason to delay. Go ahead and go out and practice some consequence giving. Uh, this has been Let's Parent on Purpose. It's a ministry of Covenant Fellowship Baptist Church in Stewart, Florida on the Treasure Coast. We would love to have you visit us. Uh, check us out at covenantfellowship.com. Go to letsparentonpurpose.com, and that's a great place to you can subscribe to our podcast. You can share with others. Um, share the iTunes links or Stitcher or Google Play, however you get this. That'd be really helpful. This is Jay Holland reminding you that this is a marathon, not a sprint, and it'll get better as we get better. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Have a great week.